Que las palabras de mi boca y la meditación de nuestros corazones sean aceptables a tus ojos, oh Señor, nuestra fuerza y nuestro Redentor. Amén. Please be seated. In college, I spent a semester in Australia. And while I was there, I took a class exploring various themes of Australian history and culture through its literature. One book we read, one that I can never forget, was an autobiography, a book called A Fortunate Life by Albert Facey. Now this book, A Fortunate Life, is not that well known to Americans, but it's won a myriad of literary awards around the world, and yes, it is now on Kindle. But in this very simple tale of a simple man's life, it's really nothing special, except that his telling of his life is extraordinary and quite fortunate for all of us. Albert Facey's life started when he was a little child. He migrated with his grandmother in the 1890s to Kalgoorlie in Western Australia, a city about as far away from the nearest ocean as Phoenix is. And through a series of ups and downs, he served in one of the most difficult regiments in World War I. He realized all kinds of personal tragedies, but also personal triumphs. And Albert Facey, in his book, concludes many, many, many years later that his life is, well, fortunate. But the cultural truth that Albert Facey conveyed to me in his writing was this Australian concept of mateship. G'day, mate, is not just a greeting. It's a way of life. It's a way of life that on the frontier forged tight bonds between people and between communities. Mateship helped secure alliances and true friendships in an environment that was easily as volatile as the American Wild West. Mateship formed and forged real commitment and ongoing community between friends and family and neighbors. La vida comunitaria era esencial en muchas culturas en el principio del siglo XX. Y también encontramos la búsqueda de la vida comunitaria cuando Jesús llamó a sus primeros discípulos. This quest for community had its roots in much earlier times. We see Jesus' call of his disciples today, their call to community. We can only wonder how Jesus chose from those fishing along the banks of the Sea of Galilee. Most of the choices seem rather random at best. But maybe Jesus called more disciples than those who actually said yes. Have you ever wondered that? The story simply tells us the names of those who did say yes. Some might have declined. Look at the parables Jesus says later in his Gospels about the kings giving a banquet or a landowner who throws a great dinner and literally invites the whole world in and yet 
No one comes. No one arrives. Sometimes forging community, sometimes gathering, is simply hard work. Maybe it was this way for Jesus. In our first reading, in our Old Testament reading, Jonah thought heeding God's call was hard work as well. He was asked by God to go to Nineveh, a huge city, and proclaim God's judgment upon the people. So what did he do? He ran away. Notice how our reading has to start with, the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. The first time didn't take, he said no. This time, he says yes. And the disciples we read about in Mark all say yes. And they say yes immediately. They have no hesitation at all. They say yes to entering a world of possibility with Jesus. A man who they probably didn't know all that well at all. Although they might have heard of him. But they said yes. And they followed. And they never looked They said yes to forging community, yes to joining the banquet of the kingdom of God, yes to the fullest life imaginable. Even though we'll learn through our stories over the next 12 weeks or so how little they really did understand. But they made a commitment to Jesus and to one another, and they stuck with it. Solo escuchamos breves cuentos de cómo Jesús llamó a sus discípulos. Pero lo que sí sabemos es que algunas personas dijeron que sí. Ellos probablemente no sabían lo que estaban encontrando, pero ellos dijeron que sí, afirmando una vida de fe con Cristo. And so here we are. Annual Meeting Sunday. 2015 is almost one-twelfth over. And the Trinity Cathedral community is becoming a community of commitment, a community of compassion, and a community of disciples. Este nuevo año nos comprometemos a ser una comunidad de que tiene como sus objetivos el compromiso, la compasión, y el discipulado. As the people of Trinity, we commit to forging community. A community of commitment. Yes, of time, talent, and treasure, but commitment of ourselves, our personalities, our humor, our dedication to one another. We're all in this together. Jesus leads us. We follow. But in order to follow Jesus, we promise and commit to build each other up, to encourage each other daily, to pray for each other daily, and to live into the reality of today, to expectantly see the kingdom of God breaking in among us, to see God working in every single person that we meet here. But commitment also requires time to engage, to worship together, to spend time together, to experience God at work in the midst of us. You and I owe this to one another. 
Christ is at work in each one of our hearts, in each one of our lives, but we aren't going to fully know everything about Christ until we begin promising to work hard at getting to know one another as people called by God. No vamos a conocer a Cristo en total hasta que también prometemos perseverar en llegar a conocerse unos a otros como los que son llamados y amados por Dios. When we can see each other's hearts, God's presence is made manifest in a more profound way. That's what Epiphany season, right now the season of the church that we're all about, it's all about God being revealed or being made manifest to us. When we are gathered with Christ, like Christ's disciples, like Christ gathered his disciples, not only does Jesus show up, but we are changed by this interaction. Commitment to one another will change us. And sometimes that commitment might also require a heck of a lot of compassion. We have people here that are doing really well in their lives, really successful, doing great, lots of blessings. But we also have people who are sick, or who are scared, or who are shut out from opportunities, or they're down in their luck in some way, and they need our hearts of compassion. And so our pastoral care teams and our health ministries and our Quilters Guild and our prayer team ministries go into overdrive to offer care and comfort and protection and possibilities for healing to show that no one is outside the reach of the God of the Trinity Cathedral community's loving arms. Nadie en nuestra sociedad se queda fuera del alcance de la compasión de nuestra comunidad. And so we venture further out into our neighborhoods through organizations such as ICM and through a new partnership we're going to be announcing soon with Garfield Elementary School, with the visual arts partnerships with local area schools that are coming up this next month, with our outreach team partnering with other churches to feed the homeless, and with our music ministries touching the lives of everyone who hears them and listens. And let's not forget our MDG community who call us to look out for our global neighbors. The compassion of the Trinity community thrives and seeks to move into new places, into new discussions, to discover new realities on how Jesus is calling us from alongside our very own Sea of Galilee here at the corner of Central and Roosevelt. Do we hesitate or do we follow? Estamos parados en las orillas de nuestro mar de Galilea, aquí en la esquina de la Central y Roosevelt. ¿Dudamos o seguimos? And finally, we continue to expand and to discover how we might become a more profound community of disciples. Through courses of study, like EFM, to listening to nationally recognized preachers in English, and in this next year, in Spanish too. Through having discussions about the most pressing issues of our time, to name some, immigration, poverty, education, 
racism, economic inequality, and LGBT rights, to engage and strengthen our family ministries, our children's ministries, our Spanish-speaking ministries, our worship and hospitality ministries, and our prayer ministries. We can grow. We can grow as Christ's disciples and discern how Jesus wants our minds and hearts to be open and to be open to what he truly has in store for us. Disciples follow, learn. And disciples do one more thing too. We welcome others into the community of disciples. Nuestra búsqueda de ser discípulos de Cristo nos darán la oportunidad de estudiar la vida de Jesús, crecer en el amor de Dios, y nos enseñan cómo mantener nuestros corazones y mentes abiertas por su presencia. Our newcomer ministry needs your engagement. Engagement to make it a practice of your faith to say hello to a stranger, not on specific Sundays, but every Sunday of the year. Inviting people to feast upon the blessings that you've experienced in this place. The Episcopal Church does not need to be a best-kept secret. Trinity must not be a best-kept secret. We need to demonstrate the life of Christ's disciples with open, loving, and welcoming arms to anyone hearing Jesus call, Come you that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We're the ones that can do this. We will do this. God isn't calling us once to commitment and call a God isn't calling us just one time to commitment and compassion and discipleship. God is going to keep calling us, to keep calling us in any way that God can, through our prayer lives, through our friends, maybe even through someone you know who isn't religious at all. The word of the Lord will speak to you a second time, a third time, maybe even 20, 30 or 40,000 times in your life. The call of Christ continues. Dios no va a estar en silencio en nuestra comunidad. Todos vamos a escuchar la voz de Dios a nuestra manera miles de veces en nuestras vidas. Dios no se queda en silencio. The beauty of the Australian concept of mateship, as I mentioned when I began, the beauty of this forging community is that we don't walk this path alone. Jonah did, and he said no thanks to God. It was too overwhelming. Notice how Jesus changes that. Notice he calls the disciples two by two. He calls them two by two to realize that the work of God isn't given to us alone anymore. We are not expected to do ministry by ourselves. We do it as a community. Nosotros no hacemos ministerio por nosotros mismos, sino que lo hacemos juntos. 
Hacemos ministerio como una comunidad, la comunidad de la Catedral de la Trinidad. Trabajamos juntos con Cristo a través de esta nueva época en nuestra historia. And this next year, throughout this very next year, the Trinity Cathedral community will follow through a series of ups and downs, maybe through a personal triumphs and tragedies, but above all, but above all, we do this work in this community together on the cusp of a new frontier, a new era of Christian ministry and discovery with Jesus. And that makes our common life, our life here together, truly a fortunate life. We are the people of Trinity Cathedral. Thanks be to God. <laughs>